Oh, we're just going to feed into Steven and his whole thing about an orphanage. You're talking about that sort of stuff. You know, we need to put a pin on that next time he's on the show. Actually, just like tease that idea just to see where he goes with it. Anyway, I, I for the longest time, horrible, my Steven. game, my gaming name was Orphan Eater. So I feel like I have to play into this role a little bit here. <laughs> It's all good. Sim Ninja looted the magic book on his way over to Varus. So we're all set. What? Okay, Faisal, your turn. As the Pathfinder and his companion stayed the course, they couldn't help but be distracted by the immersive, beautiful world of Vera. The contours of the peaks and valleys were expansive as far as the eye could see. The terrain was lush and vibrant, filled with color. The sky was clear, untainted by the corruption they had been warned about. They couldn't help but ask themselves how this was possible after the history they had known. Welcome to Ashes Pathfinders, your dedicated and trusted Ashes of Creation podcast. Join us as we share in the journey that reignites the embers and rekindles the flames in the hearts of those long left to cinder. I am your host, Phoenix, also known as Samorg, and I'm joined today by our returning Pathfinders. Let's start with Half Tilt. Yo, how's it going, everyone? Happy so, Father's Day. Yes, that too. <laughs> Welcome in our favorite social bunny, Faisal. Greetings. And, and happy to all the fathers of the universe. Of the universe. <laughs> On, on this world and the others. Is that what you're saying? In the Maybe. greater cosmos? <laughs> yeah, and we got back. Aloha, welcome back. Hello, hello. Thank you so much. Yeah. And in my country, the Father Day is another day, but happy Father Day <laughs> to all the fathers in the country that are celebrated today. Yes. And everyone's there too. All right. No. So, Daedalus isn't here today, unfortunately, friends. He, uh, he got he got taken out by the second dose of the vaccine, but it's good. He's got a second dose, so that's a very big positive. Yeah. I just want to say, and I'm not trying to like boast or anything here, but I got hit by the second. Hats, guys. No, hats. no, it's not a tinfoil hat moment. I'm just saying I got hit by the second <laughs> vaccine and I was still here two days later. I'm just saying, Daedalus, I'm just giving him a hard time. I really hope he hears it soon. We want him yeah. to feel better. It does kick your ass sometimes. It really does. The second one hit me like a truck mm -hmm. for like a day and a half. So anyway, friends, uh, welcome my in. Boyfriend... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, my boyfriend just got the second dose yeah. in Iskeo. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it'll it's hurt. It's very bad. It's very impressive. <laughs> right. Yo, before we dig in too far, friends, we do have to give a shout out to AshesHQ.com, the community curated website for Ashes of Creation, also the home of this podcast. And uh, shout out to all the Imperial Flames, which are the supporters here on Twitch, YouTube, and Patreon. Thanks for keeping this community's flames bolstering greater week after week, friends. Now, we don't have any iTunes reviews to read today, but if you do want to leave us one, that would be greatly appreciated. It's pinned at the top of our Twitter over at, at Ashes Pathfinder. And you can call in to the show at 1539-664-6801. Leave some mail for our Pathfinder grunt. At ashespathfinders at gmail.com. So, as we usually say on the show, Ashes HQ is recruiting content creators for its content creator team. Cement your place 
in ashes of creation history. You shoot me a DM on Discord if you're interested. Now, Aloha, you're not new to the show, but you were here. You're mm -hmm. what we call an OG, right? You, yeah. you, <laughs> you, Deltia, uh, Daedalus, uh, Casino was on last week. They're the ones that were here who remembers it being called the Simcast originally. <laughs> so since then, we've kind of redone things and we like to let people that are new or are brand new returning Pathfinders who haven't done this yet can give us their Ashes of Creation origin story. So Aloha, how'd you find out about Ashes of Creation? Tell us about your origin story. Yes. So it's Agilos from the Dungeon Crawler Network mm -hmm. that introduced me to Ashes of Creation the first time and as soon as I read about it and mostly as soon as I saw one of the very early video, it was just a very simple video showing the different effect of the weather on the landscape. So it was just that, but you had this little pioneer music and uh, it, 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 it reached my heart, you know, immediately. It was like, <gasps> I was mesmerized by the world. And so I read about it and then I got very convinced by the system of the nodes. The fact that you have a virgin world that is being transformed and shaped by the action of the player. This is the dream of an MMORPG player. Of, I, I mean, it's fantastic. That concept mm -hmm. alone was really convincing me. The one aspect that I was less um, convinced about is the fact that it's a PvP game mm -hmm. and I'm not a PvP player at all. So I was a little bit like, mm, I really like the concept, but maybe that aspect will make it so that the game will not be enjoyable for me simply because, you know, uh, mm -hmm. I don't really like to get ganked and that kind of things. I like to be in peace doing my own things. Um, but... Regardless of that, I was so convinced by the project that I backed the game uh, quite well. I don't remember the title of my pack, but it was, you know, quite an investment for me at that time. But I thought it was really a game that will be good for the industry, mm -hmm. that will change things, bring back some freshness. And and also really liked the attitude of Stephen Sharif, the fact that he was a gamer that decided to invest his own money that he earned himself with another job into this project. I think that's really worth to mention. Um, it's it's an exciting story in itself, the kind of story you want to see su succeeding. And uh, so I think that was worth my support. And so that's how I started. And uh, yeah, voila, that's uh, why I'm here. Yeah. So... We usually do a catch up too. And thanks for letting everybody know. So some people may or may not know Eloa, right? She does a lot of content creation, um, but she's been around the Ashes community for a while. And uh, it's good to have you back on Eloa. It's been, been too long, I think. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. But yeah, during the, the in-between phase where, you know, there was only news of the game and no testing session, I didn't want to involve myself too much mm -hmm. because... Yeah. I have other things to do, but yeah. uh, now that it's back and we can start to have our hands on and that I will start to be able to produce content and stuff like that, mm -hmm. I'm super excited, especially yeah. as I've completely changed my content creation things since I started to be interested in Ashes of Creation. I've really changed over and now I'm focusing only in sharing, relaxing, chill, 
gameplay session, making ASMR video for relaxation, for falling asleep. It's not at all the same time, the uh, same, same thing than being a content creator that will provide guides, news, reviews. Uh, here it's for pure entertainment to show off the beauty of the game, to show off that people can also take the game in a different perspective, any game, mm -hmm. and just chill and immerse yourself into it. Yeah. You know, and Ash as a creation already is quite a beautiful world, world as we've seen so far. So definitely a lot to, and this is a big focal point of our show today is talking about the beautiful world that is Ash as a creation. So what a better guest to have on today than Aloha talking about all the same stuff and things. Indeed, indeed. Um, <laughs> it's gorgeous. Yeah. Well, we're definitely going to talk about that some more. So catching up with the cast today, what's everybody been up to? Uh, and I kind of going to come back around to low on this in a minute. But guys, what have you been up to the past week, man? Anything new and entertaining or exciting to share with the crew? I mean, it's it's nice that uh, we've done we're doing a lot more testing for mm -hmm. the seekers because that, that's that's also exciting. There's a lot of bugs that needs to be addressed. Um, I know that they're working on like server stability and like the last test that we played was basically a PVP fight, not a castle siege, if that makes sense. But uh, honestly, it's still, it's still, uh, uh, it's, it's, it's like a way to go, but we still got this. I believe <laughs> they're able to do this. Yeah. We got this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got something to say about that uh, too. What about you have to I didn't get to play this week. I had some family stuff come up and had to get my, my son in the morning Friday and later in the afternoon. So I didn't get a chance to play. I was uh, keeping an eye on Discord for any updates from Steven or Margaret or Toast. And I was happy with what I was reading. Um, sounds like it was another process very similar to the week before uh, in terms of the, the overall experience, which was good. But exposed a whole slew of new bugs and issues and they were aware and had fixed and addressed a lot of the ones from the previous week and i'll say i've said it before i'll say it again that's one of my biggest takeaways going forward right now is every week you are seeing this dev team reacting mm -hmm. and implementing fixes and that's one of my definitely so yeah speaking of that last <laughs> That last test, though, man, I played on. I played on Friday, man. I mean, I don't know what to to say except for Virtue took that keat. Okay. <laughs> nice, congratulations. Thank you, thank you. It was, it was oh no, I mean, it, was... it was a fight, man. It was a fight. <laughs> yeah, it was a big fight. Wood was in there. We were on opposite sides this time, and I was like, oh no. Yeah, it then was... I need to say, oh no, oh Virtue won. Oh. <sighs> Boo. <laughs> oh, I'm seeing something in shit uh, in chat too. Diggs is saying, and Virtue also killed the forest dragon, though I have no idea how, how clue how you survived the poison. Well, all I can say about that is we ran back a good number of times to make that work. Luckily, it only reset once, but yeah, we did. It was a good time. We took the keep. It was, a, it was a, I ended up getting a tag on Twitter and it was like when Samorg brings a trebuchet into into the, the the room or whatever the throne room and i'm like i didn't do it it was did you, did you guys actually do it yeah we kind of did yeah kind of <laughs> <laughs> I'm like can we roll this up the up the stairs can we get it up the stairs i mean look if if it works that way then we're gonna try it anyway it was, it was fun times it was fun times man we had a lot of fun 
Yeah. A lot of horsepower on those traverses. Yeah, I haven't driven one myself yet, mm -hmm. but um reflections on recent testing. I mean, um yeah, Aloha, you've you've done a little bit of testing. Like what what's your experience so far? Yes. Uh I've missed the siege uh, oh. testing too. Uh I could not uh, arrive in, in time and I figured it was a little bit stupid to arrive like one hour before the end. <laughs> and so I give up, but I had like three great sessions or four. I don't remember exactly how much they have been, but I, I played as much as I could during the time allocated. And I'm very, very impressed by the alpha state because I'm used to alpha. I've been testing Elder Scroll Online in the alpha, Wildstar in the alpha and some other games and plenty of beta, of course. And um, so I can see a little bit so i think i've kind of a, a little bit of experience to to see where it goes and yes it's true there's a lot of of performance in in technical issue but everything else is you already have very solid system that are put in place that will represent the core of the game that's working and mostly the game at this stage was the bugs was all, all what's missing, it is already super fun. I had super fun to play. It's exciting to meet new players. It's feel like it has this old school vibe, you know? Mm -hmm. No. So yeah, I've done the one siege so far and it felt like an absolute shit show, but it was one of the best times I've had in a long time in, a, in an MMO. Like mm -hmm. it was just, it was good times. Yeah, I think the, the the base concept, which is created to generate those activities between the players and the community, are working. You are super, or at least I felt so excited to level my character, not because I will level my character, but because I will level my node. And I wanted to level the the miss node, or how it's called, miss fail, miss miss river, you know. It's wetland, super beautiful node. I love it. The, the landscape are so gorgeous, and no one wants to level it with me. <laughs> yeah, I was. I know you're like looking forward to your coastal node, Aloha. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I want that one. I want the quest from this node <laughs> to see how it looks like. There's a secret dungeon with with a cranked monster. You know that. <laughs> you know my plan for the island node. Yeah, right? I do. I do. Oh man. Did you hear the news in the recent uh AMA Aloha? It was like uh last Sunday, actually a week ago today. It was before our last podcast, but they had um Steven had done a live stream and he was talking to the Reddit, the MMORPG Reddit community and answering some questions on their live stream. And he uh answered one of the questions and it was not it's not confirmed, but he gave this example of of a potential idea that they're working on right now for superpower and that being that they would uh potentially if it works out have it to where a divine node could potentially have like catacombs underneath the metropolis right that could link to um the vassal nodes of the same type like of the divine type to where you could have this like network of catacombs that you could explore yeah it was pretty cool idea yeah yeah you see that's why i'm in love with this game because they go with crazy ideas like this that really show that they're offering you a world yeah. to adventure in explore and do a little bit what you want and they give you plenty of toys to play with i know it's gonna be so good 
so excited. I, see, I keep seeing people talking about like the scope. Uh, the past week, I've seen some people saying the scope is too grand. It's too great. I used to, I used to feel. I think I used to feel a little more aligned with that. Not that I would say that I felt that is how I viewed the whole thing. It's definitely a grand goal that they have. The master grand master plan is extensive. It is pretty. It's pretty big. It's not it's a small ambitious. endeavor. It's very ambitious. Uh, but I mean, if anything, if the history so far has told us anything, it's they look, they, they surprise us sometimes with the things that are already there that you didn't expect there to be. And I think instead of being naysayers or people mm -hmm. that are, you know, pulling by, we need to uplift the things. We need yeah. to push it, to encourage it, support it. Yeah, it's a crazy project. It's very ambitious. There's many, many reasons to think they could fail, but there's also much more reason to think they will succeed. And what do you want? Do you want them to succeed or do you want them to fail? If you want them Good to point. succeed, then encourage that. Speak about that. Fair. This game is going to be awesome. And, um, and then we will see. But I do believe that with with all the encouragement and all the things that are happening, they will have the motivation, the strength, the force, and then also the people, they can hire a lot of people, etc., to make this project come out. And um, I also think it's important to not be too impatient and to let this project release when it needs to be released, because it has the potential of metamorphosing the industry. And that's what I want to see. Mm -hmm. I want to see a super awesome badass game mm -hmm. that will uh, encourage other companies to create other super cool badass game. Yeah, absolutely. Man. I, yeah, I think that's one of the biggest things too, is it's so many people have talked about it being a wow killer and you know most of us hate that term. Yeah, I concur, but it, it's, exactly as you said, Aloha, it's going to pretty much force other developers and other studios to step up their game. It's raising the, it's going to raise the bar. Yes, it's a grand plan and it's very, very ambitious, but mechanically, I think the hardest thing to execute is going to be having the 100 versus 100 battles. And that's what mm -hmm. we're testing right now. So we've got plenty of time to test that. Beyond that, as long as they don't add to their scope, which Margaret is very good at keeping Steven on you know, from from disallowing any scope creep yeah. and steven's well aware of it himself he's had talked about it before so as long as we're not a, adding more and more things to the current scope of the project it's going to happen and yeah we just need to give it the time to let it happen and that's it, it will be successful because there's no reason why it can't be the reason why starter system isn't out yet is because they want it to be the matrix they've openly said they want it to be the matrix so they just keep adding more and more to it and it's a, it's a nightmare and it's never going to get finished when you add more to it. If we have a finish line, we'll get there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And honestly, even if they were releasing the game, well, maybe not right now, yeah. it, it will already be good. So I'm pretty sure if, if, you know, they have to do a sort of, um, like uh, they, they cut off certain aspect of the game like let's say the caravan is not working very well so you don't have it at launch but that's the kind of stuff they can add once it's polished and, and tested after launch absolutely you know talking about this beautiful world um we chat about the what was it the dev discussion over environments a couple weeks ago <clears throat> and so far, based on what you've seen, 
what do you all feel is the element or the elements that stand out as being the most beautiful about the game from that aesthetic perspective of being in it, seeing it, environment, creatures, what, what's your thing? What really stands out for you? Landscapes. They are absolutely gorgeous. They have a super nice atmosphere. They're really well rendered, but mostly, and, and that's where you, you can really say that the art is a really good. They are different. You don't have, of course, they are using certain thematic. You would expect the forest, the mountain, the shore, the tropical island, mm-hmm. what we see in every other game, but they are giving it a certain twist that makes them look very unique, a little bit alien. And that's what I really like. I want to be in a game like that, especially a game that you can explore, that you will shape, you will invest almost sweat and bleed for it. Um, You want it to be very special and to capture you and to captivate you. And I think that they are doing really, really good. The music is also so beautiful, chill and uh, capturing in the same time there's a lot of emotion into it i think that uh, you will have certain players that will really focus on gameplay and just rush into that mm-hmm. and you will have plenty of players that will just get themselves immersed into the world that's what we want yeah take their time with it what are we gents yeah for me the the environment just the finish and polish, the lusciousness, like running through some of the, the deciduous forests, and then you get into more more of the what the, the other forests, <laughs> and that transition, the water, the river, that that kind of separates a few of the nodes right now in the starting area is gorgeous. The the ocean, the sand, just it all. It's not that doesn't have that shiny polish. Like when I when I turn some games up to max settings, well, I'm currently running Ashes on. It's everything's shiny, and it's got it's like it's been just rubbed down and polished with everything. You don't see that as much in this game, and it's I really like that, and I hope it's not something that comes later on because I like that that more just the saturation that it has in the environment, and it looks so real. The way things move, the way things feel, the way they interact, it's big, it's massive. And that's uh, that's the cool stuff to me. I think that's something worth to mention too. It's the, the fact that it's one giant zone. And I know that the world we're testing is already smaller than the map we will have. And you can go on top of a mountain and you see the horizon super, super, super far away. And you know that you can run from where you are to there without loading screen, without having to transfer from one side. And this is something I absolutely love. I know it's very difficult to do from a technical point of view. It's a nightmare, but uh, they are doing it. it. It's going to be what they're promising or feel like it. Uh, well, when it came to the arts is what, what, what you guys really mentioned was the basically the transition of uh, every area to area. And what I noticed is in every single area, you have either the sea or the river cutting each area off. So like they did it in a way that's super smart and you basically don't feel the transition. That when, when you walk from a forest to a desert or a barren wasteland, you would be like, Wait, when did I get here? <laughs> you just feel that it's like one piece of land just stretching through. And it's it's really, really made well. 
honestly. I think we got a question in chat, and I don't mind answering this. This is actually a pretty pretty relevant point, but um, you know, the the question is like, you know, I know we want to encourage the positives and everything, but what do you see as some of the issues in the current builds? And I think that's a good question, like to gauge progress so far. Um, I've I think the rubber banding is the biggest one that has been problematic. It from my yeah. experience so far, as of this weekend, it seems to be improved upon significantly from a few weeks ago or whatever. Um, but I can only speak from my perspective and what I did. Um, I'm curious, if you all have played recently, are you still experiencing pretty significant rubber banding? So it's got better. I also I also felt like there's a lot less rubber banding. And from yeah. the consensus of me bouncing from every channel to channel, um What's it called? I've heard a lot more that uh, the rubber banding became a lot less. Yeah. Yeah, this is what I experienced here. Their first uh, tests were atrocious, and then it became better and better. It's still not gone. So at the end of the night, you will generally start to to have rubber banding, but mm -hmm. it's not as bad as this was at the beginning. So it feel like they are progressing on that. The other aspect that worries me a little bit, but there's plenty of time to, to work on it. So mm -hmm. it doesn't really worry me. Uh, but at the moment, I'm not extremely convinced by the combats. There is some stuff that I find wonky. Um, like for instance, the roll dodge. The roll dodge is not working. <laughs> it, it's very annoying for me. It's you cannot rebind your bind right now. Uh, right. That's something that will come up later, from, mm -hmm. obviously. Uh, but then it's on control. I cannot do that. I, I cannot roll dodge with the direction key and, and control at the same time. <laughs> I don't know. My brain's not accepting this combination of fingers movement. So uh, I felt like I was really punished in the combat in the sense where I, I just had to, to, to play like an idiot, like a tourist, <laughs> you know? Um, but there's not every class, there's not every weapon, uh, there's a lot of things that need to be worked on, so I'm pretty sure it will be better. Yeah, still still super early in the game too, but I think that the, for me the best thing is that I'm seeing improvements from build to build. That's what we want to see. Is we don't want to see the stagnation. I think for me that's the thing that I am probably more concerned about. I'm reading in chat too, and I'm just I just grabbed a few of them, wrote them down real fast. Um, one being the kind of that forward momentum you have when you're doing the weapon swings, uh, you know, the, the normal attack weapon swings, which I know that they've talked about that in, in recent streams as well. And Steven's talked about how that's something that they're actually working on, uh, you know, making different iterations to, to test different things out. Um, the stutter when panning was something I saw, uh, not in those words, but the stutter, uh, when you, when you pan your camera, which is basically looking left or right. Um, the, the map and questing was one I saw in chat as well. Um, oh yeah, the rubber banding <laughs> comes up a lot. Um, yeah, the 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 questing is a little. It is, I think, still something to work on. Overall, the map looks really good though. But yeah, for the questing it, part, yeah, I let you speak. I speak too much. Oh no, going I, ahead. I think we're going, uh, we're going to say the same point. So Probably. you go ahead. <laughs> I have a feeling. <laughs> All right. Thank you for being a gentleman. Uh, so the, the question, I will not worry now. Um, I think they have put a few quests. They're almost placeholders. It's just to see if the questing system is working. It's not really working perfectly at the moment. But uh, I think it's just example of 
what will come later. It's you don't have to say, oh, the dialogue are not that great, or right. oh, this quest is a little bit simple. It's example. It's to mm. try out mechanically, and you can see during the world that you have different type of quests. Some quests where you need to gather certain things. Some quests where you need to interact with some, an object. Some quests where you need to travel. Mm. Uh, I think there's an escort quest somewhere or something. There's different type of quests that involve different technologies that's what they are trying so yeah they're testing (laughs) absolutely i think that's that's the thing that to me stands out too is it's pretty clear that a lot of what they're doing right now whether we're talking combat questing um we're talking about different mob types or different um, encounters or even the siege mechanics it's pretty clear that they're just I view this alpha island and I've always viewed it this way. It's like a fishbowl that they just toss a bunch of things into and then they, they see how it all just interacts and, and they take the data from that. So, you know, when they added like the dragons, I was like, wait, what? But I was, it makes sense though. Cause you're working on AI a bit. You want to work on how they, how they interact with people and how they move and, and all of that. I mean, in the last test, I saw a dragon walking across the battlefield and I was like, is that like supposed to be happening like that? Or is that like how the buff works? Is it a bugged out dragon? Is it totally on purpose? It's just wreaking havoc on people. I mean, it was cool either way. I was just, I'm thinking to myself, I'm not sure exactly what's going on, but I feel like there was a purpose for this to be here. You know, so yeah, that, was, that was my perspective on on it all too. Um, I mean, anyway. The first time that we tested, I know. Well, when Steven lured uh, the red dragon to, to the <laughs> keep, uh, like it yeah. freaked me out. <laughs> I was like, I was legitimately going to poop my pants. I'm like, how are we going to defend this? <laughs> yes, I was uh, speaking about uh, the dragon, mm-hmm. uh, I think. Yeah. Maybe not. <laughs> uh, but in any case, they have to test those big dragons. They will be a very important part of the of the game itself the world boss, the events, it's something that needs to be perfectly tuned. If it's not balanced, people will complain. They will not be happy. So they have to be tested early on so they can really polish them and then create other mo- uh, monster with other technique and other capability, etc., etc. So uh, it's normal. It makes sense that you see different little piece of content like a little bit of siege a little bit of boss a little bit of dungeon a bit of crafting but none of it will be complete just to have the beginning i have to i have to say something to my chat look i can't go one damn stream without you people trying to say i'm a ninja looter Diggs instigated this Mm -hmm. one okay i'll have you know it said stole all the loot okay Uh, gruntag my mod no less saying there was a sim was here note left, I think. Listen, I stole nothing, but I will say that Sheeta from our Discord did loot a dragon scale and gave it to me so I could live up to the ninja looter thing. So I, I'm sure you all are pleased by this, right? I'm not just assuming you're probably happy to hear that. Thanks, Sheeta, for giving me the dragon scale, your homie. I mean, I mean, sim, sim, sim. <laughs> you're not the only ninja looter here. Oh, are you ninja loot? No, I don't ninja loot, oh, but I you're don't know. raising an army. You're raising an army to ninja loot for you. Uh, Masquerading is virtuous. You know, let's make um, ninja looting legal, you know? <laughs> make make ninja looting great again. 
That's too good. Okay, I'm gonna pretend I'm not gonna read my chat for a little bit just to get just so this moment passes sometime sooner than later, I think. Um don't look at chat, Sim. Okay. I have some I have a question about environment for you all. This is a speculatory question, okay? We're gonna speculate a bit here. So we know we're coming back to Vera, this beautiful world, right? Now, what was the reason we left? We left because, all right, I'm I'm in my character, uh, my my character's ancestors for a moment here. They left because corruption befell the land, right? The the goddess of creation sacrificed or otherwise gates shut down. Some people left behind. Most made it out. Okay, corruption was the reason, right? The harbingers arrived. Corruption spread. People left in a mass exodus we come back and the planet's a beautiful world to be rebuilt and all that yes because the corruption receded during the thousand years i think that will be my explanation so that the corruption maybe will try by because these players are or these characters that are coming back to the world then it will awaken the corruption that will want to try to fight back and regrow. So I think it can be like the corruption is sort of dormant at the moment because there's nothing to fight. But now there will be plenty of people to disturb the mm. peace of that corruption and it will strike back. Okay. I'm going to put a pin on that one and come back to it because you're, you're working in the domain I'm going to explore. Yeah, I, w- I was going somewhere, thinking something along the same lines that it's had a chance to kind of die down. I, we haven't got a lot of lore that I've seen about why now is back. And that's what clearly, because now we're generations away from the fall, what has happened? Who's keeping tabs on this and who has told us it's time to return? Was this, are, are the gods at play here? Have they been fighting the, the ancients during this downtime and they've established enough of a foothold that we can come back and wait, bring the war? Now, you know, the generals have fought. Now it's time for us little minions to get down there and go sword to sword, toe to toe with the ancients and, and try to take control of the land back and try to regain, get that sense of magic back. Because we're supposed to be coming back with no knowledge of magic whatsoever either. Like that, that has been bred out of our system at this point. That's left at the orphanage in Vera. The orphanage in Vera. (laughs) Oh, we're just going to feed into Steven and his whole thing about an orphanage. We're talking about that sort of stuff. You know, we need to put a pin on that next time he's on the show, actually just like tease that idea just to see where he goes with it. Anyway, I, I, for the longest time, my game, my gaming name was Orphan Eater, so I feel like I have to play into this role a little bit here. <laughs> it's all good. Sim Ninja looted the magic book on his way over to Vera, so we're all set. What? Okay, Faisal, your turn. Our true savior. <laughs> like, if, if I would have, like, have to think about it, I would have thought about it in a natural <laughs> type of way it's it's like it's like having a disease and you have the rest of the body trying to battle it uh battle it out with the disease it's going to take its time to grow and it's also going to take its time to like 
for the body to defend itself. And I think they've reached to a stalemate. Although, like, one of the gods are dead, so I have no idea how that conclusion is. Are they? <laughs> are they? Do we know this, though, Faisal? I mean, I, we're not sure, but we're I mean, with the huge amount of speculations <laughs> that's happening. <laughs> okay, so m my perspective is that the goddess of creation is the burning tree we keep seeing, and that's where we're going with this, and that the rebirth exactly. phase is, like, the, the tree and all that, and that's the ash at the bottom. We've had this speculative mm -hmm. thing going on for a while. I believe it wholeheartedly. It makes complete sense, especially when you look at like mythology that we've had over the eons in our own civilization and how we've worked with trees and things like that. The rebirth talk, it makes sense. I'm just going with that. But, but, okay, we had a few points here. Planet or corruption went dormant. Well, I mean, the, the goal of the Harbingers, or, uh, sorry, the goal of the ancients via the Harbingers was to what? Conquest Vareth to corrupt all of creation that that could that could mean the created like races or that could mean the whole planet but maybe it doesn't mean the whole planet so it depends on what their agenda is also maybe the the whole planet did get corrupt and like we're all hinting at here the gods or the goddess of creation maybe something with the rebirth phase uh, cleanses the planet maybe there's some sort of like reason Maybe the gods do open. I saw that in chat. Maybe the gods open the gateway and it's like, hey, we've cleansed the planet. You can come back. Uh, who knows exactly what the what the actual reasoning is, but it's fun to talk about. I think corruption's still hidden. I mean, sure. I think we're, it's, it's still going to be hidden. We already know corruption's still there because similar to how nodes develop, corrupt areas within a known zone of influence will also further develop as that zone of influence gathers experience and the the node itself grows right so we know that corruption will resurface bolster however you want to look at it but i mean i would love it if steven would just be like tell us you know I me mean? but of course that's not <laughs> gonna happen we're not gonna get the yeah, answers not... gotta, gotta learn it in the game man gotta learn it in the game yeah and another theory that i just it just popped into my mind is yeah. that well, when the corruption happened, it actually took over everything. And the only way for the gods to, like God, like the gods to save it is one of them had to sacrifice themselves to cleanse uh, the, the entire planet, uh, which uh, the goddess of creation has sacrificed itself to purge the planet as it is. And, and uh, what's it called? All the corruption went underground. Hence, the, the underrealm happened. And uh, what's it called? When we come back, I think we're going to be uh, at the time period where the corruption starts spreading again and we come in as well. Mm. That's That might be another theory. Yeah, there's uh, so many territories we could explore. Mm -hmm. I'm curious. Like, we know that the, the castles... On Vera, we get five, right? And we know that the primary antagonists are essentially going to be in these castles. I'm super curious if I'm super curious what they're going to be. And I'm just like throwing this out there when we talk mm. about the world. Like, do we think they're just going to be ancients or do we think maybe we're going to get like minor race stuff too? Have you guys thought about this at all, guys and gal? The thing is that we have so little mm -hmm. crumble of lore. Right. That it's it's very hard to have. Uh, it can be anything. 
we we have so little material. I think on that record, Stephen is really keeping the secret tie, and must be hard for him. It must be harder for him than for us. But <laughs> he wants to make the surprise, so you will discover. And, and I think it's part of what will make this game so special is that as a player, the first time you're going to enter into this world, you have no idea where you land, and you will have to discover it as your character. And so you, there will really be a big parallel between your character and yourself as a player. Mm -hmm. And therefore the immersion will be even bigger. And um, the feeling of adventure, of exploration, of discovery, you know, when you don't know, because you have read all of Wikipedia before, mm -hmm. it's more exciting. Absolutely. You, you will have plenty of surprise. Totally agree with that. I, I think... I think the ancients are going to definitely have some type of foothold in the castle, you know, kind of as was happening with the phase of the things that the wheels are turning a bit on the whole theory side of it is I, I see the corruption is kind of like a parasite. It when, when there's no more hosts, like we left at a time or our ancestors, I guess, left at a time of war when they were invading, we're battling to hold our home on our identity. They're coming in to try and take it over. It's been a thousand years or however many years it's been. Things have settled down. They've worked themselves out and they've reached a state of normalcy again. And that's what we're coming back to. We're not coming back necessarily in a state of war. We're coming back to bring the fight. And that's, I, I, I can see those, those certain hot spots that the ancients are still very much uh, hold up in and they still are there and present there's just no reason for them to be everywhere all the time just taking out everything so yeah i believe that the ancients are gonna have a foothold in the castle i believe that's been alluded to or chatted yes. about before maybe, maybe it was like more of a, a us community discussion but i believe it's been alluded to and i don't know that it'll necessarily be um at the god tier but it's going to probably be at least a general tier of the ancients that we've seen uh, images leaked of before as well. I think that are going to be holed up in those castles and then they're going to be just full of those little minions now, because these, the, these are bosses that are meant to only be there until the first guild takes over the castle. Right. Then they're kind of gone. They're not a persistent figure in the world um, that everybody or anybody can come in on a weekly reset and continue to clear them and they don't respawn there. And could, maybe they move on, maybe they get pushed out to another area, or they go into that void realm where Aramis went with his necklace or whatever. I don't know, but Aramis went with his necklace. Hey, nice reference. <laughs> I know about my boy <laughs> Aramis. We did an APOC log over homie. Anyway, um, so we got a couple other things to talk about before we kind of wind this one down today, but this one's a pretty good one now. If you haven't been in a guild before, this one may not resonate for you, but you're going to have fun hearing us talk about it. This is one of the beautiful pieces to an MMORPG. So let's take a look at this one right here. This one was Guild Gatherings number five. And this Guild Gathering is over fondest memories. Uh, so fondest memories in an MMORPG. What about you all? I'm going to read the question here. I'm going to give the actual question that was granted to us in the post on the forums, which is share your fondest guild memory from your history of gaming. And then, of course, if you go to the forums and you share, they said bonus points for sharing pictures and or videos, right? Um, so if you go to the forums, you can contribute. But friends on the show, friends here in chat listening later, what have been some of your fondest memories? 
Well, it's um, there's so many things. I have been through so many different type of guilds. I started as a hardcore role player in World of Warcraft. Then I became a semi-hardcore raiders in World of Warcraft. And then I started to create multi-gaming community when I saw that it was really getting difficult to keep everyone always in the same guild, in the same game. And people were nomads jumping from one game to another. That was the 2010s. Very, very hard periods a guild leader avant. Um, but uh, my fondest memories are anything about that. Really, I love communities. They just take a lot of time. And, and now I do it more through the stream than in-game. So it's very different. But it's always about people and about connecting with each other and creating memories together. What about you too? That was a great one, by the way. That's... I, I Outside of WoW, I haven't done a lot of guild type gaming um but back in the early days when i first started tbc i followed a couple friends over from another game we were playing um that we were in a guild there and we joined and i went and joined them in wow tbc times and i think the best moment was just being a a vice leader in the guild and it was massive and just dealing with all the politics and bs that comes along with running a guild that's just way too freaking big and everybody wanting a spot and then continuously failing to even beat Karazhan because you've just random people not doing their job or going AFK for 15 minutes every five minutes. And it, it just never, the first time that you clear that dungeon and, and you do it with a relatively smooth run, like, Hey, we finally got a good group in and we got in here, we rocked it. We had fun. There wasn't a bunch of heat and BS that was probably one of the best moments. And it's like, that just, that was a very early time in my MMO gaming life. And it taught me a lot about the types of people to look for, to run with and have fun with and how I, how I am as a player. Faithful ever been in a guild? Do you have a guild story? I mean, I've been in a guild, but it's like, it's just normal stories. <laughs> like, We've done we've done like like a couple of raids and that's it. But like other than that, it's uh, not something that's memorable. Most okay. most of my time in MMORPGs were mostly solo rather than with guilds. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. Is, <laughs> is by chance the reason you don't have any that you can just like reflect on specifically because you went little murder bunny or anything like that? Is that by chance part of the reason? I mean, I mean. Is it hard to? They never live to tell the tale, so I confirmed, mean, <laughs> confirmed. I just want to make. Can we someone please clip that? That would be really uh, helpful in future content that I'm delivering. Thanks very much. All right, cool. You should see the other guy. You should see the other guy. You know, I got one from chat here about uh, Cheryl was actually saying following me in the world's slowest horseback ride through Cyrodiil, including barely making leaps across lava and dying in really inconvenient places. <laughs> so many good ones really yeah i can't really pick one there's so many good ones but that's a, that was a really fun one for sure oh man yeah it's hard to pick one because when you have a well i started to be a serious mm -hmm. gamer in 2003 i started playing mmorpg so it's almost 20 years <laughs> 20 years of memories uh -huh. it's crazy yeah 
I go back to what vanilla World of Warcraft, which was what 04, I think, or 0405 when I did play it. That's what 15, 16 years maybe now for me. It's a long time ago. A lot of them were were in World of Warcraft, though. I had a lot of really great times there. Some in some as well in the ESO. Um, Swotor was I had some really good times in that one. Specifically, like the in-game progression stuff. That I really I, I had an opportunity to really shine in that game. Um, and just as a community, we just man. I mean, I remember <clears throat> this was like nobody in my current guild was even there for this, but man, if anybody played Swotor, I forget the the actual uh, raid name or what they call operations. Uh, I forget the name exactly, but you went into there and you went. The Soa was the boss, right? And you'd fight this boss, and there were like these platforms that you'd have to jump down. Like he put you up in the in the top, and you'd have to actually like jump these platforms down. And there were like orbs that would be shooting at you on your way down too. And like the, this, in, this raid was bugged out. Like it, even until the next patch, they didn't fix some of this stuff. So you'd actually have these orbs you had to get away from. Some of them were invisible and you couldn't see them. No, that was not the way it was supposed to be. And you had some of these platforms you're supposed to jump on to get down that would be missing. Also, not the way it was actually designed to be. And so we tried and tried and tried on the hardest difficulty. We were like, we got to get this down before the next patch launches. And they fix this stuff. Let's do it. We could do it. And we did it. Eternity Vault. Oh, man. Yeah, there's that. Was that actually it? Was it Eternity Vault? Is that what it was called? I can't remember. It's been so long. But oh, man, we got that down. I was like, yo, we got the speeder. You know, we 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 put it on farm. Uh it was such those a moments of triumph, those yes. moments of triumph for some of the best endorphin rushes. I used to play destiny Two a lot with a bunch of coworkers. So I mean, I, we were in a guild in game too, but was, mm-hmm. we, we were just a bunch of coworkers that would play. And I remember there was this one nightfall strike that we tried so hard because we were trying to hit a certain timer on it. And you really had to rush through all these places. And then it's just crazy jumping puzzles. And I am so bad at jumping puzzles and they infuriate oh. me when I'm jumping in your way, <laughs> spend five minutes jumping from ledge to ledge to ledge to ledge, you get way up high and then you fall and die. <laughs> I had one more jump to go, you know, and my buddy is just like pro at it. He's like, oh yeah, I do this, no problem. I can do it in my sleep, you know? And so finally uh-huh. getting up there, getting to the top, is just, and, and then running through the rest of the instance and clearing it, it was just so good. So a lot, lot of good memories from that game, but, those are guys that I hung out. We you know throw back mm-hmm. a few beers and go sit down and play games and good times. But that's that's what's really missing out and missing out for a lot of people nowadays. Mm-hmm. And you can see it was this video that has been released about World of Warcraft. If you saw that, yes, thing. everyone cried seeing this video because it hits so true. Uh-huh. And I think the community as a whole. Um, or maybe not the world community, but a lot of the MMORPG players are really craving for, again, this collaborative, challenging community feel that has been lost or diluted over time. Mm, yeah, definitely. It is, it is really, like, for me, the best experience when you're with your guild and you are trying really hard to achieve something. And the so off fight stands out for me the most because of the fact that like, I, man, we worked so hard on that. I mean, it was like over and over and over. Nobody on the server could get that damn boss down. Cause it was just almost impossible. 
you know, like you needed the platform to be there. So it was like partially just roll the dice on whether it would be there or not. The other part was like, were you on your A game? Because you'd have to anticipate the fact that people were probably going to die to something they couldn't even see that was actually there. So it was just a good time when you have that kind of, when you overcome the adversity that you face in the game. And it's even better when like the odds are even greater against you because of things like bugs. When you, when you achieve something very difficult and it's buggy, it's just like such a good experience. It unifies everybody. There's sense of camaraderie is just there. And it's just one of the best times it was like we had with, I mean, it was over a testing weekend this weekend, but you know, it wasn't bragging rights, but when virtue took the keep, it was exciting because you didn't know if we were going to or not because they were fighting hard, man. It, it could have gone one way or the other. And we kept trying hard. We kept trying to keep on our A game, trying to cover every every base that we had to cover. And you don't know for sure. It's not guaranteed just because you're calling out the shots, right? You know, just because you're paying attention, like you never know what's going to happen next. And we, we took mm -hmm. it. And that moment was exciting because as a community, we overcame an obstacle and it's something we're going to remember within Ashes now, even though the game's not even live. It's awesome. Awesome, awesome time. And those are fond memories, man. Always. Beautiful. Speaking of which, Virtue's Recruiting, you can join our Discord at discord.gg forward slash some more. <laughs> yeah. I can attest our cool guys. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Aloha. You too, homie. You can, you can hit up Wizzy and Asti or Emerson. They'll get you. They'll get you out where you need to. I know, right? That's the best thing about running a podcast. You can just promo your own stuff all the time. <laughs> you run the damn thing. Anyway, shameless plug. It is. It is completely shameless. Um, I just didn't expect a transition. <laughs> I Hey, man, when you've been doing this long enough, you can make it work no matter what. Ninja plug. That's it. That was a ninja plug. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. So we've got the upcoming developer live stream. It's actually really surprising that it's already coming up this week man i feel like the last one just was here i seriously do don't get me started on how fast this month and time seems to be flying by right now yeah. it's insane i agree man it's like what's what's time still what's time like <laughs> it's that thing that passes you by <laughs> yeah i feel that right now a lot like i'm looking at this you've got this coming Friday, June 25th at 11 a.m. PDT is the upcoming live stream. You have until the day before in typical fashion with Intrepid on Thursday, June 24th by 11 a.m. PDT to get in your submission, uh, get in your question submissions on the forums. Um, you know, I linked it in chat here. If you're watching, listening to this later, just go head over to the Ashes of Creation forums. Go look for their post. They've got it right there front and center. Um, they've literally got the newest posts from them scrolling at the top of the forum so every time you go to forums they're right there all the new stuff is up there um go get your questions in make them good make them count you know and uh hopefully they'll be uh, asked and answered on uh, the upcoming live stream um man what are you all hoping to see on this one any any hopes for the upcoming live stream i mean they're always really good about renders and environment anything you'd like to see updates on specifically hoping for Yeah, this is what Z said in chat, the progress of moving, getting in and settled into the new studio. If anything's going to pose a bit of a hiccup to any any type of testing or anything going on right now, that I can see that being it. So how is that all going? How's, how's the team working around the move? 
and hopefully everyone's staying safe and healthy. Absolutely. Yeah. I want to see new cooking recipes. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, Faisal. Let's hope, hope you get the carrot soup you've been looking for. All right, Eloa. I, I want my pro- priorities straight. So <laughs> I want my food. <laughs> yeah. All right, Eloa. Anything for you? Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to add. Yeah. To the conversation right now. It's fair. You know, I'm actually something I brought up this week with uh, within my own community was uh, June 15th, roughly was supposed to be there uh, starting to move in. I am curious if that if it's if they're done, if it's gone smoothly, if they're still in transition. Um, July 9th through 11th is the first weekend. No NDA streaming period that's planned. So are they on point to get all that done by that time? I'm hoping I'm hoping so. Also, who's excited for that? Huh? It's coming up soon. It's literally less than a month away now. I need to reschedule some things in my life so I can make sure I'm uh, around for that. <laughs> yeah, I'm already starting to plan that because yes. I already want to delve completely. I've already said to my community that the month of July is to focus on national self-creation. Yes. I've been waiting for that for too long. Yes. And now it's going to be so cool because you can show it to people. You can start to build up communities in a more serious way, show off, uh, promote the game. And uh, and then I really want to uh, see more video of Ashes of Creation. Awesome. I think it's going to be nice. That's great. Mm-hmm. And what was that? Was that, was that like a, are you like, was that a Ninja train? Plug. Ninja plug. <laughs> Ninja plug. <laughs> You know, real quick, did you all see that they have emotes? They've added new emotes too. I almost forgot to mention this one. They've added new emotes over on the Ashes Discord. Bunches of them. <laughs> right? So go check them out, use them. There's a loot chest there. I see. They got is it Fee and uh, I forget the 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 two birds. There's Fee and Faye or something. I know I'm horrible. This is I should be ashamed of myself for not even knowing this. Fee and Nick, thank you, Z. It's always good to have an Ashes mod in here to help help make sure that you're on point when they're not trolling you. Because <laughs> that's true. That's right, Z. We're talking about you. Anyway, say that with a lot of love. Look, we got Margaret Crone on next week, friends, on June 27th, one week from today. The questions have already been prepared, put together. We aren't accepting anymore. However... I, I do want to encourage everybody to, you know, join us that day. We are going to be asking questions about the re, uh, restructured content creator program. Uh, we're going to be asking some questions around her experience, uh, the studio, uh, just all, all the stuff and things that we can come up with. We've got a nice list of questions uh, curated between ones that, I mean, I formulated a bunch. Some of us here on the show formulated some as well. We gathered some of yours as well. We're going to try to get as many of those answered. Keep in mind, if we don't ask them, it's because they didn't really tie in directly to what we were trying to focus on for the show. Um, and we want to make the most of the time we have her here. So we'll be talking to her next Sunday, 5 p.m. CDT, our typical time of Pathfinder podcast. Friends, it's been a great episode. Hello, we're really glad to have you on again. Welcome back. We'll see you again soon, hopefully. And uh, why don't we let everybody shout out their domains, where you can find them when they're not on the show. We'll start with Half Tilt. 
All right, you can find me here on Twitch, twitch.tv slash halftoegamer, youtube.com slash c slash halftoegamer, or on Twitter, half underscore tilt. And Faisal. You guys can find me on Twitch as Faisal108 and on Twitter as Bagel108. And Aloha, where can they find you at? Oh, can't hear you. You're muted. <laughs> oh, no. Can't hear you. Oh no. It's horrible. Oh. Oh no. Loa. <laughs> Loa. All right. I put yes. back on voice activity. <laughs> so Perfect. It's the universe that didn't want me to do uh, a load plug. Harbingers won't I have their only... way today. Yeah, I can only do the ninja ones. <laughs> so yeah, follow me fast on Twitch TV. I'm at Loa. And uh, you can find also a relaxation video on my ISMR YouTube channel. However, be aware that it's for relaxation and that there's no hot tube nor ear leakings. So uh, yeah. there we go. And on Twitter as, as well. That's my the only social media I'm using at the moment. Outstanding. Yeah, just as a heads up, Aloha, it seems like uh, maybe Quinn was on something onto something here in chat. Mike does not like when you turn off asthma mode, so... That might be that uh, might be what it was. That might have been it. Yeah, Joe. Maybe in the future, just go full Asmar on the show, and maybe that'll. Of course. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> Outstanding. Always a pleasure. <laughs> People are gonna be like two to back in and going, "Wait, where is this at?" I'll be like, "Yeah, you weren't here. You missed out. You weren't on the show." You know. It's good. It could be fun to do a special show just once. Yeah. Do we are all speaking like that about? You know, you know, you know, it's actually funny though. Could you imagine if I, if I did the show intro and I was like, just Pat, you're, you're dedicated, trusted, ashes. No, they'd be like, dude, it doesn't, it doesn't work. You can't do this, Sam. You're not yeah, allowed. The, the thing ever. is, the thing is that ISMR are turning off a lot of people mm. or it feels awkward to some people or it's just it doesn't mm. work we do True. it does the contrary of the mm -hmm. relaxation one. but for some people it's just bliss what ismr is guys it's a brain massage it's just that it's a brain massage it's like oh, yeah it works <laughs> for some people how to get mm -hmm. high legally right and yes. without damaging your health <laughs> as, as i'd like to call it high on life <laughs> people are like what if you don't have a brain i would also question how you're talking right now if that was the case but everybody it's been a great show thanks for joining us aloha everyone here around this uh central fame it's been a good time Thank um you so absolutely absolutely we're gonna have you again on sometime in the future i'm sure again got to bring all the ogs back before we uh end today's show got to give a big shout out to all of those who listen watch live Catch the podcast in all the places. Contribute your topics, your questions, and most importantly, your time. Much love to you all. Much love to Intrepid Studios. Until next time, friends, you stay safe out there. You walk in the light. Have a great night, and we'll see you again real soon. See you next time, friends. Take care, everyone. Stay safe. Bye.